आर लिसनिंग टू द अगस्त्या आर भवंतहा अगस्त्या सत्रम श्रेणवंती यू आर लिसनिंग टू टेकिंग बैक आवर फ्यूचर पर्सपेक्टिव्स ऑन पेरेंटिंग एंड एजुकेशन अ कन्वर्सेशन विद प्रोफेसर वंसी जुलुरी प्रोफेसर ऑफ मीडिया स्टडीज एट द यूनिवर्सिटी ऑफ सैन फ्रांसिस्को एंड ऑथर ऑफ सेवरल बुक्स इंक्लूडिंग द बेस्ट सेलिंग रीआर्मिंग हिंदुइज्म if we fail to give our children the exposure and the stories and the resources to generate meaning for the present day world you know drawing on our own um, you know intellectual traditions like uh, ashadhyayi and so on uh they basically become passive consumers of meanings you know that are coming from everywhere else and i wanted to share one book actually uh, uh, which i think would be very relevant um so i've just started reading this it's called all joy and no fun and it's sort of a social history of modern day american parenting and she, you know she quotes amy chua you know the dragon mom lady quite a bit i know that's a famous book and you know it's very interesting and she talks quite a bit about these uh, high educated suburbs in america like sugarland in texas and i'm sure there's a lot you know in north carolina silicon valley um, you know where all the engineers and doctors live and she's particularly talking about the world that a lot of indian american families are in you know you're very educated you have good jobs you're going to good schools your children go to good schools competing with asians you know upper middle class whites etc now the interesting thing about this book is she talks about how parents basically really haven't invested the time of self reflection to understand what are we preparing our children for what is you know i mean ultimately everyone makes up their own reasons for living uh, but um, the, this particular generation this particular class of parents and i think indians are also now in that category are very very uh, historically new because she says look till the 40s uh, you know parenting really meant just passing on your traditional knowledge to your children occupational yeah. knowledge you know maybe a little maybe say to the 1850s let's say you know in some countries maybe 1950s in some countries and that was a you pass on the, your traditional skills what your family or community was good at and children you know went got meaning from religion or the nation state and things like that and then actually the other book is also very interesting about the question of meaning and you might have seen this is a very popular bestseller um you know Uh, Harari also is talking about you know meaning being the greatest thing that is needed, and what has happened now is Hindu parents I think <clears throat> have forgotten that being Im- uh, immersed or exposed to in the lived experience of dharma as you put it because see dharma is not for us it's you know we, we copy the Sunday school model but it doesn't really work that much for no. us yeah, right no. because we are not religion which has to be marked and memorized and passed on to another generation we don't have a book we are living by you know we have music we have songs we are living by in that sense we are more like i think the native americans right yeah that no it's, yeah, it's we, we dance to our gods we sing to our gods we we find you know vedic chanting gives you meanings asatoma sadgama gives you a way of living life but it's in a verse yeah so i i think you know it's necessary it'll give us a practical benefit like you said of uh, improving our me- mental cognitive skills and it will start making us think about um, the, the meaning of why we are here and how to make the world a better place 
Do you think this tendency of postponement among Hindu parents have made them passive? And the problem I find that like children grow up by the time they go to the in their twenties and go to college, because they haven't been filled with that meaning. Well, now other people get the opportunity to fill meaning in in their lives, and that can be you know very secular kind of consumerist attitude that you basically live by what you consume and we see that like lots of indians have a tendency for conspicuous consumption and flashing brands and all that because really they're looking for anything to give a purpose to their life right and then so from that consumerist spectrum uh, materialist success and your know, rat race and all that to the other end of the spectrum where they turn into you know foot soldiers for leftist activism and you know just because they need some causes and they become ripe for uh, you know, propaganda of the kind that you that you identified like Gandhi, King, Malala without really, really understanding what it means. You know, I'm actually glad children are becoming activists in school. I mean, not in school, but definitely in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it shows they care about something that uh, they are ready to go out and stand on a street and hold a sign. It's unfortunate that they have not got the resources to think through this particular science they're holding uh, and uh, how, you know, how much they're being co-opted by these globally destructive political forces. Um, But I think um, the way to deal with that is again for parents to recognize one reality. You know, this is not the leftists, quote-unquote, you know, who are lurking in some, you know, shady street corner, you know, trying to take your children on the wrong path. Mm -hmm. This is the big university you guys are spending money and sweat and tears to get your kids into. Yeah. I mean, in fact, that's why I don't use the word leftist because you're talking about the mainstream world. Right. What what a few of us on the internet say, (laughs) leftists and, you know, things like that. No, there's no leftists. This is the mainstream world. This is Harvard. This is MIT. This is UC Berkeley. All the uh, Yale, Brown, the most desirable places. You're so right. We recently came to know of, I would not name the, I won't name the university, but a top university in America, renowned for engineering and computer science, where we know people who are doing research in computer science are doing it by these kind of motivations and computer science and engineering students are being roped into this uh, research that will eventually be used for uh, you know activism see that's what so I'm saying people who think they're you know that their kids are learning math and physics and computer science they may be immune from it they're not no so see we have to realize whoever is talking about Hindu phobia today you know you may be we may be talking about the truth but many of us are the fringe we are not the mainstream that's right. Unfortunately, we don't say that many Hindus who are, you know, fighting against Hindu phobia like to think that we are the mainstream. You know, we have good jobs. We are engineers, doctors. We are model minority. We are not in Black Lives Matters. All of this is, you know, disastrous for us. Yeah. Okay. So, I'll, uh, to, to, so to answer your question about activism, you know, you have to understand, you know, in 2016, October, or oh, sorry, November, all the schools in the Bay Area were empty because the students and teachers marched out, you know, protesting against Donald Trump, you know, when he won the election. Wow. So this is mainstream. You know, you think your children, you're paying huge property taxes to be in a good school district. Um, yeah. What they're doing. And in India, I know, um, you know, every time there's a Hindu festival, the school goes into like mass 
performance of you know yeah. uh, you know disavowing diwali or holi and yeah. saying it is evil so it's it is this is very mainstream so now when you push your children you tell them school is the most important thing in the world and you know uh, this is the only thing there is in the world i mean how and you also tell them these guys are leftists don't listen to them which one are you going to choose <laughs> yeah you cannot tell them to selectively choose that yes listen to your math teacher but don't listen to your english or social science teacher <laughs> well your math teacher and science teacher like you yeah, said actually you're right your math and science teacher also the same they're not ideologically but it's the same because because and this is this is what i tell you because hindus have not created a culture of protest and activism right because you know we i mean how do you change things if you're a conservative you know yeah on one hand take this you know western right wing copycat approach where yeah. we go, you know we, you know we should not be protesting we should not be doing all this and then how are you going to change things i mean every group in america if you know a little bit of immigration history you know has gone through the process of speaking up and taking this and we started to do it right the textbook issue was a great start i mean yeah. children went and came but again you know there's been no follow up there's no documentary made of it uh, because everybody now thinks that what they did was you know oh my god maybe that was just reputable i mean yeah. just imagine if on your college cv you say like when i was in fifth grade i went to sacramento and i spoke out against these racist textbooks you get your admission you know yeah. not yeah. the same old you know i volunteered and i did spelling b you know yeah yeah, yeah. no <laughs> i could think ahead you know yeah Oh, well, I think parents also not realizing it. Like I said, and your analysis, though, I bring it back again, is in sixth grade textbook in California today, they're teaching Aryan invasion theory. They're talking about Aryan priests. Uh, the entire stereotyping of Hinduism, you know, caste system, et cetera, et cetera, is all there. Uh, so, you know, if you don't speak up and stand up, you know, this is basically what your kids' brains are getting filled with. uh whether you like it or not but i want to explore even the activist angle a little bit right like for me what is fascinating is this that's among even within this some of the children that we know uh, you know the black blm the black lives matter is a great thing uh, is a very stirring thing for them and many of them do want to say something or do something and quite rightfully so i i completely agree that you know what is happening to you know what happened to george floyd Uh, in Minneapolis was a travesty a travesty of justice very very uh, uh, you know unfair and nobody should have to die like that and yes i would always stand up for people's human rights like that what well, what was fascinating though when i was when i was in some discussions with some of the kids and their parents uh, about this you know literally except the people who lived in Sugarland Texas or Houston Texas who knew about this but just in november there was a sick cop who was on his job who was a model sort of a cop very well reputed he stopped somebody on a normal traffic stop and that person shot him dead like a, a you know a great cop with a family family man brilliant spotless record a first turban sikh in the Houston police department and i said i completely support you for george floyd but why is it that you don't except for those who live in houston you don't even know about the existence of this story and what is it why is it that you are not standing up for for that person or are you standing up only for causes that you being told by the media are the are the sort of approved causes that you stand up for but when something like this happens to people of your own community you're nowhere to be found 
Yes, see, it's a very difficult thing because, again, this is where the Hindu anti-Hindophobia activism on the internet and so on has uh, painted itself into a corner, right? Because when uh, we should be being expansive, right? Because as Hindus, we don't really have an agenda about fighting in a tribal sense. You know, we are not monotheists, you know, so we don't have this whole thing about, uh, you know, saying, you know, one person's pain is more or less than the others, you know. So for us, spiritually, it is all lives matter, even, you know, insects and animals and so on. But unfortunately, we live in a very skewed communication sphere, where even if you say that, people are going to say, oh my God, you're saying, you know, you just said an insect is more, you know, uh, important uh, than, you know, an approved identity victim, etc., you know. Agastya Gurukulam is a non-profit organization dedicated to reviving the traditional system of Bharatiya Shiksha and decolonizing education. Agastya runs the world's first and only Sanskrit immersion online school. Would you like your child to be deeply rooted in traditional Bharatiya culture and yet successful in the contemporary world? Explore Agastya's part-time and full-time learning opportunities. For more information, visit Agastya's website at www.agastyagurukulam.org. Admissions are now open for the 2021-22 school year. Thank you.